we talking shit, baby. Every episode, I promise you was lit, baby. Every week, get some shit you can't miss, baby. Dylan Bob, still a vibe. Podcast game solidified, no cap. All fact like a snapper. Stream us on that Spotify or Apple, tap in. Roller coaster ride, strap in. We gon' take you for a ride, just take this shit in stride. All topics, sport the current event. Tell me who more current than this. Good luck with the mother shows. This the best one. Your sister and your brother knows. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shit, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. Yes, sir. Talking shop episode one hundred and one. I'm your host, Bobby Hall, and with me, as always, that's Dylan Savage, a.k.a. the DYLF. Dylan, how we doing this week, baby, after a, a tremendous episode last week, 100? Feeling like I'm on cloud nine, Bobby. It's it's great to be back for episode 101 to keep the TSP locomotive. Just chugga, 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 chugga. Keep on moving, baby. Let's go. Let's get to 200. Uh, let's get to 10,000 streams. They are at 9.2 right now. Thank you so much, listeners. Uh, it's been a great week. Bobby, how about yourself? Uh, feeling awesome. Really, really excited for this one. Got a great guest this week, but uh, last week was um, definitely one of the funnest episodes we recorded, and I had a blast kind of uh, playing back all those voice messages and kind of shouting out um, a lot of longtime listeners, friends, guests of the show that uh, kind of shouted us out and made episode 100, you know, 10 times better than uh, what it already was being uh, as big of a milestone as it is um but yeah we're still rolling one-on-one we're here we're gonna we're gonna switch the style a little bit um we got a, we got a good friend of mine on dylan you're gonna be doing a little bit of uh learning today yourself but um we're gonna be diving into the world of of pokemon pokemon cards to be exact um it's been pretty pretty wild craze the last 12 months um especially you know those of you that are on my age bracket that uh collected back in the late 90s um, some of those cards right now, uh, you could buy a Maserati with if if you have one, which is mind blowing. That a small, you know, piece of cardboard could uh, could buy you a four hundred thousand dollar car. But that's uh, that's what's going on, and uh, all the way up to today. If you pull the right stuff, um, you know, you're still gonna be pulling three or four figures money wise, which is uh, pretty awesome. It's kind of um, it's kind of veered from um like a child's game more so into like almost a uh fun different kind of way uh to do gambling i guess you'd say but uh we have a um a guy on here his name's todd young he's uh young and 409 on twitch and um he does uh pokemon um pack breaks you know you go on there order cards from his shop and then right on stream he'll pull the packs out um break them open and uh you know, he'll, you'll see what you got. And I've I've been uh, following and, and watching for the last probably like two months, maybe three months now. And uh, just recently, like last month, I actually started buying. And uh, I've had some decent luck. I actually pulled um, a Charizard a couple weeks, or actually last week, um, that was worth a pretty penny that I actually ended up selling back uh, to Todd here to kind of help complete um, a collection there. But um, without further ado, Todd, man, thanks for your time. Welcome to Talking Shop, man. We're we're real stoked to have you on and uh, to kind of talk about this Pokemon game, man. It's pretty uh, pretty crazy stuff. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I have to say that intro, fire. That intro is fire. That is awesome. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Thanks for having me, guys. I know uh, 
like Bobby said, he's just now getting into Pokemon. Um, I've been into Pokemon for like a good, you know, half a year, actually uh, collecting back now that I'm an adult. Um, collected a little bit when I was a kid, nothing too special. Um, my parents didn't see the, uh, the, the urge to buy Pokemon cards for me. So if I wanted cards, I had to, you know, do chores around the house to uh, get some money and um, get some Pokemon cards. But uh, like he said, I am a breaker on Twitch. If you don't know what that means, like he was saying, you uh, you go to my shop, youngandbreaks.com, um, place an order, and I get a notification. When that notification comes through, I open your packs live on Twitch. So that way you can have a live reaction from myself and from the people as well watching. Um, and then whatever cards you get, I then mail them to your house. So, uh, yeah, that's a little bit about what breaking is. Um, I got into breaking and this is going to be funny. I follow a guy on Twitch called NJ's finest. He was a clash Royale streamer, right? So he converted to Pokemon. I'm like, all right, let me see what this stream's about. Like, I used to collect Pokemon back in the day. So, I mean, I still have the passion for it. Let me see what this is about. So, he was just breaking. He was opening packs for himself. And one of his viewers was like, hey, can I buy a pack off you? He was like, no. Why the hell would I sell you a pack that I bought? I mean, why would I do that? And then after that stream, he was like, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. So, he went back the next day and was like, hey, I got packs for sale. And I was like, all right, let me buy one pack. One pack I bought off of them. It was Darkness Ablaze. And if you guys know a little bit about Pokemon, you guys know that Darkness Ablaze is a terrible, very, very, very hard set to get anything in. So I bought one pack. He opened it and he pulled me a Rainbow Rare Scizor VMAX. And at first he was hyped. He was like, dude, this is so awesome. I can't believe how lucky you are. And I'm like, Okay, it's just a card. Like, why are you why are you so excited about a card? And he was like, dude, I'm gonna send this to your house. I'm like, what do I have? What do I have uh the urge to have one Pokemon card for? And he was like, I was like, just keep it. He was like, No, I can't do it. I'm sending it to you. I'm like, no, nah, just keep it, bro. Consider it a, a a donation from a friend. He was like, All right, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send it in to get graded. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't know what the hell that means, but okay. So then after he explained to me what it meant, I looked on eBay and that card, if it comes back a PSA 10, which he said it looked, it, it could look like a PSA 10 con contender that it could sell for about $250. Now, um, you, cause you mentioned it there, um, the PSA, if you can explain to the people, cause there's gonna be a lot of people that, uh, are going to be sitting here thinking, you know, we're talking in, in German right now, not knowing what the hell we're talking about. But when you send something in, can you kind of explain that, that PSA grading scale? Um, PSA is a card grading service. I don't know exactly what it stands for. Um, but what you do is you send it in, you can get them sent in standard express next day. The, the higher the grading you go, obviously the, uh, the more it's going to cost, but what they look for, they look for, uh, like centering of the card, like how well centered it is on the actual card. Because if you guys know anything about Pokemon, or if you don't know about Pokemon, what they do is they take a big sheet and they print cards on them. They have the the, the uh, machines just printing card after card after card. 
And then what they do is they cut it with a machine. So, I mean, machines are, you know, never a hundred percent. Correct. So when your card comes out and you get it in your pack, if it's centered, well, they also look at, um, edging, like if there's any, uh, wear or tear on the edging, um, the corners, they want to make sure that the corners are, you know, rounded perfectly. They got four different subcategories to grade a card. So in order for it to come back as a 10, a perfect 10, all the the portions of that card have to be perfect. Obviously, the higher grading, um, the higher value of the card. I mean, you can have a card come back as a PSA 9, or you can have a card, the same exact card come back as a PSA 10. You're looking at, you know, depending on the card, um, hundreds or tens of thousands of dollars for just a piece of cardboard. I mean, it's insane. The difference between a nine and a 10 is that much money? Yes. That's incredible. Just one, one point just one yep. crease. Yeah. That's like not even your fault. It's the manufacturers fucking up. Well, yeah, we're talking about you. cards here that I, I mean, growing up in like a trailer park scene, there's like yard sales. There's like an annual big yard sale weekend. And you would see these Pokemon cards, like by like the rubber band deck full go for like $2, $3. And just, I just walk right past them. I myself was more of a Yu-Gi-Oh guy growing up. Um, and I, I mean, that was just like, you know, just playing with Yu-Gi-Oh matches and I never really got into television shows or anything like that, but um, it was just like a phase there. And then, you know, who, who would have thought, who would have thought just like collecting these over time and like, those that you probably made fun of back growing up, laugh, who's laughing now? Facts. Yeah. You got to think about it. The, the pack that you could have bought at, you know, Meyer or Walmart back in 2000 that cost $4.99. A base set, first edition base set pack is going for about $20,000 right now. Jesus. It's insane. Yeah. Like we, uh, I, I've talked about it a couple times on here. I've watched Logan Paul do some some breaks on live streams. He'll buy like a first edition booster box set, and I think this past one, I think he spent, um, I think a million dollars, which is like I think had, I don't know, twenty five, thirty packs in it. So just nuts, man. And then people, yeah, I definitely collected all that stuff back in the day. I don't know where that stuff's at. I'm sure myself, many others, um, kind of threw away. What now is probably worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, and it's all you know shredded up in some landfill somewhere. But those that um, you know were smart enough to kind of keep it tucked away and, and in some um, you know safe spots, they're they're cashing in and um, they're they're making some crazy ass dough. And, and it's like one of those things, man. Like uh, virtual currency now, like Bitcoin and Doge, and it's now on the upring. Um, like those people. Five years ago, ten years ago, when, whenever it started, like you know, creeping in to society, um, you know, you thought those people were nut jobs. Like this thing's going to go to the moon; it's going to go crazy, and it's like loading up on Bitcoin. And now look at it; it's insane. It's like I think what, like fifty thousand plus up per coin. Yeah, yeah, that, that stuff's getting nuts. Even like sports cards now, like cards in general, um, have just been on a crazy boom. Uh, if if you go in any storage, you can't find. None of that stuff, and a lot of it's getting limited now because people are going in there and buying everything up at uh, you know retail price, and then selling it for you know five six times what they bought it for. 
Um, it's a pretty crazy market out there, which, you know, Ty, you can get in, in a little bit of that. But um, I'm interested, too, because you're, you're like our first like person that we've had on that streams in general. And uh, you obviously didn't always do Pokemon cards. You said you've only been doing it like five, six months. And before that, um, you did a game like you uh, streamed gambling and a little bit of video games. But um, what uh, what got you in the streaming game itself? Like, when did you start and uh, what made you decide to go down the gambling route? All right, here's my streaming background, okay? I, my brother used to be um, a streamer on Twitch. He used to stream a, a game called Clash of Clans. He was partnered on Twitch. So I would always go in and stream and, like, um, just hang out and just see the interaction with him and his people. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome. I mean, I sit at the, the computer anyways or my Xbox playing video games or anything like that. So let me try to do it. So then my brother let me borrow all his streaming equipment. So I played a game called WWE Supercard. It's a mobile game where you literally just tap the screen thousands and thousands of times and you get these these cards that basically go around the ring fighting other cards and um, the higher tier you are, the better cards you get. I mean, I did this for a, a good year streaming on Twitch had maybe, you know, three, four or five viewers, but the people that I, I met along the, you know, the supercard community was pretty awesome. So that took a long time off. My brother took his stuff back and I'm like, well, I don't have nothing to stream on, so I can't stream. So then I came back and um, started doing some video games. I mean, everybody was in the whole Fortnite, you know, the Fortnite kick. Everyone's a Fortnite pro, this and that. Yeah. Well, I just played to have fun. Like I streamed, people would come on my stream. Hey, you're not very good. I'm like, I know you don't have to tell me. Um, so then when I didn't want to stream Fortnite no more, I was playing on the casino called Bovada on my phone. And I was gambling on my phone. And I'm like, you know what? Why gamble on my phone and be bored as hell staying up to two, three, four o'clock in the morning? when I can try to stream on Twitch and see, you know, where it goes. So my first month of streaming blackjack, that's all I play with. Uh, when I go to the casino, that's all I play online. Um, my first month of me streaming blackjack, I went from a hundred followers to about 350 followers, which I mean, for starting off your first month is insane, right? It's pretty good. Yeah. Where I was literally like, talking to my wife, like, Hey babe, I have, I have to make deposit. Like my viewers want me to gamble. They want me to gamble. <laughs> so then my second month on gambling, I was in the hole. So I'm like, the only way I can actually, um, reason with me gambling every night online on Twitch is if I get subs, which is sub it. If you sub to someone on Twitch, it's basically your support watching them you don't have to sub it's free to watch um but if you want to sub you can sub to somebody and uh it's basically saying hey you're doing a good job keep it up um i like your content um so my second month i had more subs than i had followers on twitch my highest sub count on twitch was like 450 subs i got paid Damn, one month that's of like five bucks a pop right yeah, well, Twitch takes their half, so it's like two fifty a pop. Okay, you know what I mean? okay. Still. Yeah. 
So I got, you know, from pit from paid from Twitch just to stream and gamble. I mean, obviously I was probably losing more than I was winning, but I was like, I can't keep doing this. I have to, you know, take a break. I can't gamble online no more. Cause it's so easy with that. Now that COVID like COVID hit, um, you can't go to the casinos. All the casinos were closed. Mm-hmm. So it's easy as just clicking a button, buying Bitcoin. And when you said Bitcoin to the roof, when I was gambling, Bitcoin was at $6,000 for one share. Now look at it. 50,000. Yeah. That was, <laughs> and me and all my gambling friends was like, dude, $6,000. That's ridiculous. I would never buy one Bitcoin. But if I knew back then that it was going to go up to $57,000 today, shit, I would have invested. I would invest a lot of money into Bitcoin. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's the thing, man. Just It's like trying to catch the wave. Like a surfer trying to catch the wave. Sometimes you miss it, but when you when you do, you just ride that wave. Oh, man. I, w- I just wish we can catch on to something and know about something right before it takes off. But it's like, it's hard. Got to have the cojones. Yep. And you got to have the bread, obviously. That too. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, you know, and be probably being number one. But, um... Um, the gambling stuff. What what would you? I mean, I'm sure you remember. Um, what was your biggest uh, you know, amount that you won on a hand while you've been while you're streaming the the blackjack? Um, I bet four hundred dollars on one hand of blackjack, and I had to double down. Well, didn't have to, but I mean, obviously, in gambling, you want to make as much money as fast as possible. So, if you guys know anything about blackjack, I had a soft seventeen versus six. I doubled down, ended up getting a 12, and the dealer busted. So I won $1,600 on that hand. How exhilarating. Is that, now, is, did, you have oh, the same, you, did you have the same kind of reaction then that you do now when you, you know, pull some fire, man? There are some clips <laughs> on my Twitch channel when I was gambling that I'm not too proud of. I mean, but I'm going to keep them up there because of my excitement, but... There was one video where I doubled down um, a $200 hand on a soft 18 versus three. The book says double it down. I doubled down. I got a three and I started twerking on my Twitch page. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's a, at the time, it was a, it was my all in. Like all I had was 200 bucks. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, a, my, it was my all in hand. And I when I hit that and what even made it worse is I was gambling with a bunch of my buddies in a Discord call and they're like, Todd, if you don't double this, you have no balls. If you don't double this, you have no balls. I'm like, bro, this is a huge hand. If you don't double this, you have no balls. I was like, fuck it. I hit that double button, and I got the three, and they were like, oh, my God. So I had a 21, and I won the hand. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely uh, worked it. Me and Dylan, um, we would play this game on Xbox that we, like, randomly found. It was, I think it was free. It was, uh, like, a casino game. And obviously, you don't you don't pay pay for anything per se unless you want to add more quote unquote chips. But uh, we'd play blackjack in there, and we'd you know win some hands and go fucking crazy. And it was just for fun. So I couldn't imagine actually winning like real money. I'd probably be doing the same shit. Yep. So for me to get out of gambling and go into Pokemon was a different transition. Like all my viewers were, you know, huge gambling degens was what we call them degenerates so they were coming in like bro you're playing with cards like 
where's the blackjack hands? What are you doing? And I'm like, trust me, it's saving me a lot of money. It's going to save my marriage in the long run because um, my wife was on the verge of looking at divorce, lawyer, divorce, lawyer, uh, divorce lawyers and all that stuff because I had a problem. Like I had $200 in a bank account. I'm like, babe, let me put 150 on this casino and play and see what happens. And I did, and I lost it. And she was like, now what? We have 50 bucks to last us two weeks. And I'm like, I know, I'll, I'll try to make up some way. Like, it was bad. So for me to go um, from gambling streamer to a Pokemon streamer is 100% better for my health and for my marriage. So, and uh, I was already at one point spending, you know, $500 a week buying Pokemon cards from other people trying to brand myself, trying to get my name out there. Like, Oh, this young dude's a big baller. Let's go see what he does when, when he opens packs for himself. Cause that's what I started off. I opened up packs on my stream. I told people like made announcements in other people's discords. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm opening up a thousand dollars worth of Pokemon cards for my personal self. Come watch me. And, uh, they would come in and I would literally have just all the packs laying out in front of me that I was going to open that night. And I would just open it up. And then that's when I hit like some of my big cards, like, um, depending on the set Charizards are going for, you know, three, $400 raw. And I pulled one and they saw my excitement on my stream. I'm a Bobby. You've, you've been there. You've seen the excitement. It's yeah. all real oh, yeah. and authentic, um, excitement, like a passion when you got, uh, it's just it's just awesome feeling to pull a car that you've been chasing for for a while and uh just that's what I would do. I'd go to other people's streams and just, you know, buy, you know, twenty packs at, you know, fifteen bucks a pack. Just so I can get my name out there like, oh this dude's a big spender. Let me go see what he does when he streams. You know what I mean? I'm hoping that yeah, we see some yeah, excitement man. a little bit later in this podcast, if you know what I'm saying, Bobby. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me, me and Dylan have both bought packs, one pack each from Tide, and uh, we'll, we'll explain a little later, but we're going to be doing what uh, it's called a pack battle, so that'll be pretty exciting. But, um, yeah, um, you know, Todd's wife, she used to babysit my kids, so we were friends on Facebook, and she was kind of, um, you know, plastering your, your uh, account, um, you know, on, on the on the timeline there, and um, – I think I've noticed one time it said that you were opening Pokemon packs and that's about the time I was watching, like, like I said, Logan Paul and like some other people on YouTube opening stuff and um, kind of realized like this shit's pretty exciting, especially, you know, when you do pull a Charizard or some kind of sweet ass holographic or super secret rare card or something that, you know, is worth a pretty penny and, and kind of watching these people's reactions. So I jumped in and um, right away, man, I, I, w- I was into it. I, like I said, it, it took me, probably a good month or two before I started like actually buying packs, but I sat in there cause the streams are exciting. Uh, whether there's five people, um, or, you know, 30, 40, you know, plus it's kind of the same energy. And, um, it's, that's one of the things I like and stay around for is, uh, you know, not always, um, will be people be in there buying packs, you know, left and right. The last couple of streams have been like that, which has been dope. But, um, the cool thing about what you do is, you can kind of sit there and watch and there'll, there'll be, you know, people in there and we'll just be having discussions about whatever the fuck, man, like wrestling or, or, uh, food around the area, kind of a lot of the discussions that we have on this show. And, um, that's one of the things I like, uh, as well. It's, it's kind of just a, it's own little community and come in there and, and just, I don't, I don't know any of these people, obviously, 
but uh, you feel comfortable enough to, to just have conversations with, um, I guess, strangers uh, per se. And uh, it, it's a good time. dude. It, I think uh, what you got going on is pretty dope. And I'm kind of, it's kind of been cool to see uh, the progress already. And it's been kind of quick since I've been watching. Yeah. When I first started this, um, obviously no one's going to trust somebody that just starts this, right? So what they, they when someone goes into a stream, like what I did when I went into a stream, like I don't buy just from anybody. When I used to buy packs, I buy from people that I know has bought from and is either A, got the cards in a good um, fashion and B, their prices are, you know, decent price. Nobody wants to, you know, spend you know, $20, $25 on a pack and pull just a regular rare card, which there's rarities to the cards. Um, it goes common, uncommon, um, rare. And then you got your, you know, V card, your V max. It's just different levels to the cards. I mean, nobody wants to spend $20 on a pack and pull nothing to show for it. So when I first started doing this, I mean, the only person that would be buying from me is my brother-in-law and my uh, wife's uncle. So I only had two people buying from me from the beginning and they weren't going, you know, ham. They were just buying like one or two packs. And then um, what I implemented in my stream and not a lot of people do. And Bobby, you can witness to this. I have a thing called a hit box to where if you spend $25 on my shop. You are guaranteed no matter how bad or good your packs are, to walk away with one of my personal collection cards. And I have given away cards that go for about 130 bucks a piece. And when I say uh, the value, I'm talking raw value, not graded value, just raw value that you can put on eBay and sell it for eBay at that price. I have given away, you know, a base set card that people are like, no effing way you just did that. And I'm like, yeah, that's what sets me different from other breakers and that's why a lot of people like to uh buy from me is because a they trust me now because they see i have you know more than one viewer more than one person buying from me and b um i have a thing called a hitbox to where you're guaranteed to you know leave happy it's like a happy ending you're guaranteed to leave you know what i mean there you go man you give all happy endings one we can just plug it like that yeah um <laughs> no uh no the hitbox is, is pretty dope uh like he said um if you go in there and, and you order a bunch of packs because obviously um it, it's kind of like playing at a blackjack table or, or something uh, one t- one night you're gonna hit big and then the next year you get your ass beat which is kind of what happened um you know i pulled that charizard the next time i go in there i think i bought like eight or ten packs and uh got just destroyed but uh once you get them them hits uh from the hitbox it kind of almost evens it out a little bit and kind of softens the blow. So that's definitely one of the coolest um, parts from, from uh, order from you because uh, you you are more than likely going to get something uh, you know worthwhile regardless. Um, so that's been uh, pretty sweet. Um, but something, like I said, I was telling you in pre-production that I wanted to get into that kind of correlates with Talking Shop and what me and Dylan are trying to do is you know, building your brand out, which you explained a little bit. Um, um, but I thought we could touch on that a little bit more. Maybe give us us some advice, some tips, because we've kind of tried a few things. We kind of hit 
um, our little plateau as far as um, bringing in uh, more followers on the socials and, you know, even some listeners. Uh, we have like a kind of like you. We got, you know, we have a, a, um, a core listenership fan base, if you want to call it, that every week they're going to come in. They're going to support us. And, uh, you know, we, we love that. But you're always looking to obviously build up. And that's something that uh, you've been doing and are continuing to do. So, um, you know, if you can kind of give us anything to uh, maybe help us out, we, we'd appreciate it, man. The, the, the difference between a live stream and a podcast, like a podcast is obviously recorded. Um, I, I don't know a lot about podcasts, but with live streaming, like you have the interaction from your viewers. You have the uh, – the, the, the natural excitement from the streamer. Um, the Pokemon community is awesome. I, I, I can um, almost guarantee you guys are going to get a lot more followers from this because after this gets published, I'll be posting it in all the uh, Pokemon Discord. And literally, the, the, the Pokemon community is incredible. Like, they have, they, they are so kind. Um, they're just, they're just awesome people. And uh, I wouldn't be able to do it without the community. And uh, like I said before, I'd, I'd always go to other streams. And I mean, I don't know if you can do that on a podcast, um, but I would always like not necessarily promote my own channel, but like um, talk to the streamer before I did so. Because I don't want them to be like, oh, you're trying to poach my viewers and this and that. I'm just like, I, I form a, a really good relationship with um, other view or other streamers to where um, I was telling you about the NJ's finest. I drove 10 and a half hours a couple weekends ago to go hang out with him in New Jersey. Um, I live in Ohio. So, I mean, it, a 10 and a half hour drive just to go hang out with him one weekend. And, uh, we had a blast. Um, I would have never, if I would have never, you know, if he would have never started doing Pokemon, I knew who, of him, but I wasn't like always in his streams. Like I am now, um, his streams are awesome. It's just, I, I don't know how the whole podcast um, scene works. I've, I've listened to a couple of them, but it's like, it, it's different from live streaming. You know what I mean? The only, yeah, like, definitely. I can tell you're going to get some new followers, um, some new listeners, because I, I will, I, I have a command on my Twitch channel that's going to um, plug your guys's uh, podcast talking shop. I have my own command for uh, Bobby on my channel now. Nice. Do you have like a, like a, I guess streamers have that core following that Bobby was talking about. Like how we have those listeners that are just going to be always tuning in. Um, we don't have like a nickname, I guess, like in writing per se, but do you have like, I guess like a core follower of like, uh, who would you call your core followers? Like, do you have like a nickname for them? Like some streamers yeah. give like their subscribers, like a nickname, like, uh, uh, that uh, one streamer who streams uh, Warzone a lot, uh, Stone Mountain, I think his name is. Um, he has like a bunch of subscribers that are Mountaineers. Um, you have the Champions Club for Doctor Disrespect. Like, what what are, what are your uh, subscribers' nicknames, if you have any? We're just we're just called the Young and Fam because that's all it is. It's a close knit community to where I feel like, I mean, if if I didn't feel like going like my boy NJ, if I didn't feel like he was a brother to me, I wouldn't drive 10 and a half hours to meet a complete freaking stranger. You know what I mean? 
So we're just called the Young and Fam, the Young and Family. When someone follows, a notification goes off. I'm like, hey, such and such, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the family. Like, you're more than welcome to talk, like Bobby's saying, talk whatever you want in here. We don't judge. We have a great time. Um, if you go a little overboard, you get a little time out or we'll say, hey, it's not necessary. But like uh, like Bobby says, he uh, he came in the stream not knowing anybody in the stream besides myself. And now he he could tell you about a, two or three, four or five people that come in the stream every single time when we're streaming. And we just, you know, chit chat. Even if I'm not opening packs, I'll sit in front of my webcam. We'll be vibing to some music and I'll just be reading the chat and we'll just get down and talk, you know, one stream we watched Russ uh Royal Rumble. Like we, <laughs> yeah. we 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 uh gave everybody bet on a number and we literally watched the Royal Rumble as I was streaming and just having a great great time. <laughs> yeah, that was dope. And then um we'll have a lot of food debates, which I'm still I'm still reeling from what your brother in law said about um Big Apple Deli. That really Uh-oh. kinda rubbed me the wrong way, man. Then he then he turned around and tried to say that B dubs was great, so yeah. Um, he was he was saying some flagrant shit. I'm I'm sure he'll probably listen to this. So, um, you know, some Keo man, uh, you need to get your taste buds rearranged, man. Because Big Apple Deli, I mean, that's, I mean, it's I, he was trying to say that it was like Subway was better. He was saying all kinds of flagrant shit. But no, that's one of the things too is, um, uh, you know, when packs aren't coming in, or if if we're waiting on somebody that did order, because you'll wait until that person's in the you know in there watching before it breaks. You know, we'll have a little discussions like that. And obviously, once you get into like any of that kind of stuff, shows, food, um, you start asking, you know, who's the best here, there, you're, you're going to, all hell's going to break loose. So that's cool. Dylan, I tell you, I, I recommend you and really anyone that's listening that hasn't yet, um, you know, step in there, you know, sit down. I think everyone likes to uh, to watch, you know, somebody, somebody streaming on Twitch. Um, sit in there, even if you're not big or really don't even know what the hell's going on with Pokemon, you know, going to Todd's uh, to stream there. And uh, you'll have you'll have a great time, um, Todd. Uh, you kind of switched up the schedule a little bit as of late, but now you kind of have one that's uh, um, uh, kind of for sure now. If you want to share that, yeah, um, I'm live every single Wednesday and Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern time at uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Youngin four one nine. It's Y O U N G N four one nine. My wife literally just started getting into it with me. Um, I went to the casino Sunday when I was told everybody I was going to stream. My buddy dragged me to the casino. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's have fun. And then I'm at the casino and I'm getting notifications on my phone that I'm getting orders. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Well, my, my wife streamed and she had a blast. Even the, the community came in, the fam, young and fam came in and was just blessing her on ripping packs and, you know, having a great time with her. Like, it's not me breaking packs, but like I said, my, my community is so awesome to where they were buying packs for my wife. So uh, she decided that she wants to stream one day a week. So I, I told her, I'm streaming Wednesdays and Saturdays. Whatever other day you want to stream, make the announcement on Discord, and you run the stream, that stream. If you have any orders from that stream, you pack them and uh, ship them out. Um, just so you can see like what the... Uh, it's not all about just ripping packs. You got to keep the commu- You got to keep the stream entertained. The whole process. Like if you, we have, if we have no orders and we're just sitting in front of the camera, just looking at it, like not talking to nobody. Yeah. Like no, <laughs> yep. no one's gonna stay. No one's gonna stay around. But that's <laughs> not the case. There was uh, one night where I literally had one order for 
an hour and a half. But the stream, the chat was going insane. We were just talking about random stuff. And then someone came in and was like, hey, I put an order in. And I'm like, oh, shit. That was like 20 minutes ago. He was like, yeah, I didn't say nothing because we were just vibing and having a good time. I'm like, hey, I appreciate the order. And I ripped his packs. And, you know, he, he dropped the he, – he was um, – he bought packs before he even followed me, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, and when we talk about your Twitch channel um, and we're talking about Pokemon, um, you – it's more than just Pokemon is what you're saying. It's open community where you get the big, basically just talk about anything. You say like, um, if you don't have any packs to open, particularly on a Wednesday or Saturday stream, um, you'd be talking an hour and a half about bullshit about anything, talking shop like we do here on the podcast every Monday at midnight release. Um, now what are some of the most random things you've been talking about on, on your Twitch channel that has anything gone out of left field or gone too crazy um. or anything like that? Yeah, I had to ban a couple people because they're they just come in and just start talking like um, sex and all this stuff, and I'm like, that's that's not the place for it because you know, and right. they start talking about politics. I mean, oh geez, politics, any discussion, you're never gonna see eye to eye with somebody. Back, so back, back. people like people like that, they get timed out and be like, hey, we don't talk politics, we don't talk religion, we don't talk, you know, race. None of that stuff happens. Um, I mean, just. I think the most um, interesting conversations, like Bobby said, is is like food and, you know, places to hang out, you know, sports teams. I'm a huge Broncos fan. Shout out to them, even though we're in a little drought route not right now. But I have people come in. I'll be wearing my Broncos gear. They're like, yo, you got shit all over you. And I'm like, ha ha. And mm-hmm. like, it's just like you guys do on your podcast. You just talk about random, you know, stuff and just go from there with it. Like you guys have a good time. You guys' friendship is awesome. You have a good time talking to each other. And that's how I feel with the stream. Like, I have a good time, you know, interacting with my viewers. And Bobby can be the witness of this. We have, you know, the same 10 to 15 viewers come in every single stream. Even if they don't buy packs, they're just there hanging out and chit-chatting with us, having a great time. Yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. And, and one of the coolest things is, from what I gather, and and I I'm, I don't like I said I don't know these people for sure, but kind of what I've noticed through chat and stuff is we got people in the West Coast coming in, East Coast obviously Midwest down South like you got a wide array of, of people that come in and uh, you know buy from you and, and come in and just and uh, conversate and it's pretty awesome man and it's um, streams like that where you'll be watching do it and all of a sudden you're like holy shit man it's been fucking four hours and it, it doesn't feel like it because it's just been you know, that fun and just uh, entertaining to where you, uh, you know, you're interacting nonstop, you know, with, with people that you otherwise probably wouldn't. And, uh, you know, it's, it's great. I, I, uh, I enjoy it every time, man, for real. Yeah, I have a I have a great time streaming. Like I work um, first shift. So on Wednesday stream, it's like, all right, it's it's uh, 10 o'clock now. I'm about to end the stream. But then I'll be up for like another hour and a half, like just not even ripping packs, just talking to people and having a great time, having a blast. I look and I'm like, Oh my God, it's almost midnight. What did I do to myself? I'm going to be so tired the next day at work. And then those people work first shift too. And they'll be messaging me like, dude, I'm so tired, but your stream was hella lit. And it was fun. Um, when's the next stream? I have people message me on discord, um, texting me like some of my in real life friends ask me when the, uh, the next stream is because they just have a, such a good time. And with COVID or anything, you can't really go hang out with them in real life right now. You can't be too, you know, too, too sure on what's going on in the world. But this gives us a, uh, a platform to 
hang out with people that's on the West Coast, hang out with people that's in Texas, you know, stuff like that. Not necessarily hanging out, but it feels like we're all hanging out because we're all, you know, having a great time on the Twitch channel, just uh, kicking the bullshit, man. Any like introspective kind of conversations? Are you into that kind of stuff at all? I have no idea what that means. So like any like deep thought, deep rooted uh, conversations, like most people would probably categorize as like stoner thoughts, but um, you know, like do you like aliens, Bigfoot, anything like that? Oh no. It would be like hits blunt. Hey, what happens if you, what happens if you cut off your arm? Where do you feel the pain at? <laughs> you know what I mean? Stuff like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no, um, literally like, I mean, we don't, I'm not opposed to talking about that kind of stuff, but it's just, I mean, if someone brings it up and people want to have a conversation about it, nothing's off limits besides obviously the, uh, the big uh-ohs where you, you don't want to talk about um, on stream to other people about your beliefs, like politics and religion. You don't want to talk about that stuff because you never know who it's going to piss off. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, we, we definitely try to build the foundation of this podcast off of that, a belief ourselves like it's in our bio like we try to basically open discussion about anything and everything except for politics uh, there was a gray area um in season two there or season three um when the world was just in a weird messy place and uh, we had to just you know get some stuff off our chest but you know we let bygones be bygones yeah. and uh water under the bridge yeah yeah when you touched on that stuff we lost listeners friends we actually had to um delete an episode because the guy that was on there heard our following episode and got all bent out of shape and shit which i don't really feel bad because he's kind of a, a douchebag but that's a whole other thing but yeah man i mean once you got get into those other things you know religion um politics and stuff yeah it's you're gonna f- find yourself uh in a real tough spot there but i think uh before we go any further i think we gotta get into this pack battle man we think so is this like a me versus you type deal? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He'll explain okay. it, man. It's, it's going to be pretty fun. Usually it's like a like a four or five pack, you know, thing. But we each bought one pack, so it'll be a, a little bit of a of a shorter run here. But it's it's pretty fun. It's just called a a, a Pokemon a Pokemon what a Pokemon pack battle. It's a Pokemon pack battle. So what people do, and uh, a lot of breakers do this because if people don't feel like you know spending hundreds of dollars to get like a bunch of packs, this is what they could do. They could buy packs and you have, if you say, I want to like you two right now, you guys want a pack battle. You both bought one each. The winner gets all the, the big hits and I'll explain the rules and like how much the points are worth before we jump into it. But say Bobby wants to battle me on the stream. He buys three packs. I buy three packs. Say his three packs are better than mine, but I have a good card that I pulled. He gets it. You know what I mean? They're called hits. So in Pokemon, all the good cards are called hits. So, so he would win all the hits from these battles. Does that so make he any could sense? potentially take my hits? Yes. That's what you, it's winner takes all, just like gambling. Oh, boy. Well, Bobby. So. This is really this is just, this this could make or break our friendship in the podcast altogether here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking go. This is a TSP Pokemon Battle Pack 
I already, I fucked it up, man. I was <laughs> just fucking. Hey, hit close enough, man. I like the energy. Let's go. Is this a first on the podcast? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, well, it is. it is. Bobby, since you bought in first, I want you to pick right or left. Uh, is are there two different Pokemon's on those packs, or? Yep. One is a Toxtricity, okay. and one is a Dracapult. Let's go with the second one, Dracapult. Okay, let's go, so baby. We'll be going first. So, some heat. TSP, what is going? What is happening right now? I do Pokemon breaks on Twitch, so you guys would actually see the reaction from the chat and see the cards. But since this is a podcast, we can't do that. So I'm going to um, tell you guys what cards we have got. And the first eight cards are nothing, just a bunch of commons, uncommons. Your last two cards where you get the, the big hits slash points is the last two cards. Um, every one of these packs come with an energy card. So, Bobby, I want you to give me an energy. It's any energy? Any energy. Uh, fire. It is not fire. It is fighting. This will be the pack battle tiebreaker. So if you would have guessed fire and that was fire, you would have got one point if you guys ah, tie the pack okay. battle, okay? So okay. your first card, and this is going to sound foreign to you guys, but it makes a lot more sense if you see the cards. You got a Thwacky. And some of these Pokemon cards, like, they're not Char- Charmander, Bulbasaur. They're like Gen 5, Gen 4 Pokemon. So they just put random letters and, na- and uh, letters and uh, numbers together, and they call it a Pokemon. That's what I say on stream. Um so yeah, the, there's not I mean, 150 probably, of these guys anymore. There's like 800 of these guys. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of you guys from back in the day that collected. You're, yeah, you're gonna hear a bunch of shit that you have no idea. But there's there's a lot of these guys now. You have a gym trainer. So your last two cards are going to be your point cards if you get anything. Oh, so you got shakes, which is another common. You got a coughing, which is a common. You had a, a holographic frost moth. Which is considered one point for a hollow. Okay. And you have a baby shiny Hatina, which is considered three points for a baby shiny. Baby shinies, baby. That's a, that's a good. That's a hit. Let's go. So you have that's a curry four card. points. You have four points right now, Bobby. Let's go. So, Let's go. Dylan, you have to be with your pack four points in order for you to tie you have to beat you have to get four points to win you have to beat four points so i need you to tell me an energy you have fire fighting lightning grass water um psychic steel that's so many options there is um you know let's go with lightning it is a lightning energy. Holy Let's shit. Let's go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So he has one right now. Uh, nice. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> so, so your last two cards are going to be your chase cards. So what I would do is I would name, you know, all the Pokemon before we get to the last two. Um, but I'm talking a foreign language to some of the people on the podcast. So you're included, gentlemen. You got a Ditto V Max, which is a full art four points. Damn! Well, you have five points. 
You have five points right now. These two packs were actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they were. <laughs> and you have a reverse hollow trainer, which is nothing. But you won because you got the light energy, man. correct? And you got yeah. a ditto VMAX, which is a full art VMAX. Not shiny. It's just a VMAX, but uh, it has pretty cool art. If you guys know Pokemon, you know what Ditto is. He's one of the OG Pokemons from back in the day. He transforms into any Pokemon. So congrats, Dylan, for your first time buying in. You won the pack battle. Let's go, Dylan. Tomorrow, go. I'm gonna need you to get. I'm gonna need you to get into uh, Todd's or Youngin's uh, stream tomorrow. I think we might have to run that back official because I don't like that. Uh, you know, the newbie. Although I'm, I'm probably still considered one myself. I don't like that the super noob uh, beat me on this, man. My first ever pack battle. Beginner's yeah. luck in front of the tens of tens of people. Yeah, man. That that I mean, the first guess. That's what did it. Or else you probably would have had to buy, uh, you know, two more packs. Because I wouldn't want to end on a tie. But you got my right. ass. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And I, um, as always, I always tell everybody, I appreciate your guys' support. With you guys buying the packs, I make a pretty penny, not a pretty penny, a little bit of chump change off of it because um, I'm not getting shit retail. Like, it's so hard to find cards retail, and that's like Walmart, Myers, Target, um, GameStop. It's so hard to find stuff retail because, like uh, Bobby said in the very beginning, this, this Pokemon and trading cards in general just blew up out of nowhere. And uh, you got people waiting lines hours and hours to uh, hit a restock to where they buy, you know, everything out and then sell it for, you know, four or five, six times the amount on eBay or Amazon or stuff like that. So um, while we're still while we're still on the stream and stuff, I do want to plug one more thing because we, we brought up the hitbox earlier. Um, Dylan, if you go into the stream tomorrow or anybody that's listening well, I guess it'll be too late by then. But anybody that uh, is a first timer, you go in there and buy from his shop. Uh, first time buyers get a hit from that hit box, which is pretty fucking awesome. Um, uh, any, like my, somebody like myself, you got to spend that twenty five to get in there. But you, you know, you could buy a couple packs or however many, and uh, you're gonna get that hit from the hit box, which is which is pretty awesome. So uh, he told you what kind of heat's in there. So that's something to, to kind of keep in mind as well. Yeah, and. Uh... I would give him a hit right now, but I mean, it's not the same reaction to, uh, yeah, no, no, see, I'm, I'm trying to get it. Like I said, I, I want to get him in there tomorrow and do a, I want to run it back. Cause like I said, that's going to leave a, a bitter taste in my mouth. So I'm, I'm going to talk so to him tomorrow. I, we got to get back in there. I get a hit. You say tomorrow, if you, if you buy a pack like you did today, um, you'll get a hit from the hit box. Like anybody else, um, that's bought more than one time. You got to spend 25 or more to get one. But you being a first-time buyer, uh, you don't necessarily have to do that. Obviously, it's welcomed, you know. Um, but that, but if you tomorrow, I guess if you were to spend twenty-five tomorrow, being his first time, does that give him two? He gets two hits. Yeah, man. And you so don't even have to spend twenty-five. You can spend five dollars buy one pack if it's your first time buying through my site, which is youngandbreaks.com. You get an automatic hit from my uh, quote-unquote hit box. And I have given away cards that sell raw for about 200, 300, or not 300, but 200. Another card that sells for about 130. I mean, this is raw value. I mean, there's a lot of hits in there. 
what I considered Hicks and um, a lot of people do hit quote unquote hit box, but their cards that they're giving away are like, you know, hollows and stuff like that. Nothing goes into my hit box unless it's a V max, which is, you know, right before, see, here's how it goes. It goes uncommon, common, or no common, uncommon, rare, and then you have your V's, which is like a basically a full art Pokemon um, card. And then you have your V Max, which is the Pokemon, but it's like a decked out Pokemon. You know what I mean? And then you have your 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 full art um, cards, which are considered like secret rares. And then you have your um, rainbow rares, which are you know the most not not necessarily the most sought out, but like the most value in certain sets. And then you have your gold cards, which are uh, like another, again, a secret rare. So nothing goes into my hitbox unless it's a V max or better. So it's basically V max rainbow um, full art or a gold card that is in my hitbox. So I guess for me, I would be strictly in this for profitability. Not for the collecting aspects of it. Uh, that may some may be intrigued by that as well. Um, now, how would you be able to translate that as far as dollar signs? It just depends on what card. I mean, um, I obviously, mean, I'm not going to have two hundred dollar raw value cards in in every you know right. card in my hitbox because I would be right, you know right. bankrupt. I would be out of business. So it's like. <laughs> Um, a new set just came out three weeks ago. It's called Shining Fates. Um, baby shinies are what Bobby pulled when he did the pack battle. They're not necessarily worth, you know, six, seven hundred dollars, but they look cool and they're considered a hit. So I have a bunch of little baby shinies in the set, um, in the, the hit box. Because I, I won't be able to put, you know, 200. That was just like, let me throw it in there if someone pulls it. I'm going to be hype as fuck. And it did. It happened. What's today? Friday. It happened Wednesday. I put one card in there that was worth 130 bucks raw. I put another card in there that was worth about 55 bucks raw. And I put another card in the hitbox that's worth probably about $125 raw in the hitbox. And people bought. I was, I mean, Bobby, you was there. I was ripping packs for like four straight hours. Um, yeah, it was awesome. And people got them and their reaction and the reaction from the chat is like, I can't believe you put that card into the hitbox. I've had that reaction for so many people that I can't believe that card made it in your hitbox. Like, what are you thinking? Why are you doing this? What is wrong with you? Are you sick in the head? Why would you put that card in there? Keep it for yourself, you know, send it in to get graded. Why would you do that? And this is why I, I feel like, it sets me aside from other streamers to where I'm giving away cards from my own personal collection back to the chat. So, I mean, if you pull dud packs, as long as if you're first time buyer, you're guaranteed a hit from the box. If you bought before and you spend $25, um, every $25 increment, you get another hit. So if you spend 25, you get one 50, you get two, so on and so forth. And uh, people are looking at me in the chat like, I can't believe that card's in there. Why would you do that? Like, and it's that reaction right there is why I do it. Like, the reaction from the chat is 
everything to me, like makes me feel like I'm doing a good job to where people come into my discord. Um, they join the discord and they're like young and you're an animal. I can't believe you do that. I will be coming back. And I've had, you know, a lot of, um, uh, a lot of people buy, you know, a hundred dollars, $200, as much as $300 because of the hitbox, like they want those hits and that's why they spend so much money on in the shop. And, uh, I mean, they're supporting me. So I, I feel like I have to support them in return. And, uh, basically like it's an appreciation of, uh, my gratitude. I dig that a lot, man. Yeah. It, I mean, what, what you're going to do, it, it's in a sense, uh, a roll of the dice. I mean, you might score big. I scored really big last week, um, but the thing is, like, you, you may not get the the chase card, the number one, you know, or the most valuable, but um, you'll get some stuff that you can sell back that'll, you know, maybe even pay for the pack that you bought or, you know, most of it. Or, um, you know, the, the cool thing is it's uh, gambling in a sense, but rather than going to a, a blackjack table or, or a slot machine, put your money in, boom, you lose, you're out of here, you get some shit. You know, um, you got some cards that you kind of keep or take home to the you know the kids or whatever. Um, you do get something in return, no matter what, uh, whether it be you know high dollar or I guess not not necessarily uh, anything, but it's just, it's just fun. And at the same time, uh, you're supporting a good dude, a good uh, good stream, which at the end of the day um, is always an awesome thing to do. So, Dylan, like I said, we, we got to run it back. Um, he'll be on tomorrow at six. I, I gotta, I gotta redeem myself or possibly go on two, which will then, uh, have me spending my, uh, upcoming stimulus probably to, to defeat you. <laughs> who, who knows? But, um, before we get you out of here, Todd, I, I gotta ask you, uh, what we ask all our guests at the end of each episode. And that is, uh, knowing what you know today, what is one thing you would tell your 18 year old self? I would have never thrown away. Or I would have never lost um, track of my Pokemon cards that I uh, had back in the day. Or I would have never opened the packs that the cards came out of. If I would have known they were going to go for, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, I would have kept them sealed. And then, uh, I mean, try to resell them. When I moved out of my parents' house when I was 16, I left my cards there thinking, oh, fuck it. I mean, I'm I'm grown now. I don't need Pokemon cards. <laughs> So um, when I moved out, they threw them away. Damn. But once I saw the value of these cards and I had someone offer me at the time, someone was like, I'll buy anybody's collection. I'll buy them. Just show me what you got and I'll buy them. And I'm like, mom, dad, uh, do you, is my Pokemon cards over there? I have someone offering me like $1,000 for these cards. I, I could use the money. Let's go. But if I would have sold them the cards that I had, I would have got really pissed off now that, that I'm in the uh in the the art of collecting um because I would have got you know robbed essentially for the uh the value but yeah I mean who I mean who knew back when I was 18 years old if Pokemon was a thing in the future you know what I mean 100% I I, I think I'm in the same boat many of us uh that are you know me and your years age um, that collected back in the day are, are kicking ourselves in the head and, and kind of wishing that we kind of kept better track. Cause I'm sure my, my parents probably just seen the shit sitting on a, on a bookshelf or something in my room and was like cleaning out the, you know, the attic, or whatever the fuck one day. And just like, he doesn't even, he hasn't looked at these in 20 years. I'm just going to toss them not knowing which no one knew, but 
Yeah, I feel that, man. I feel that 100%. Um, before we get out of here, one more time, just plug the channel, the socials, when you're on, when the wife's on, all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure we get that out there for everybody. Um, thank you. Uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, um, twitch.tv forward slash youngin419. Um, that's when I run the streams. Um, we can go from, you know, 6 p.m. to 6.30 or we can go from 6 p.m. to midnight. It just depends on, um, like I said, the vibes of the chat. If you guys are keeping me entertained and we're having a great time, then we'll stay on longer. But if I'm in there just talking to myself, I mean, obviously no one likes talking to themselves. But And then my wife tries to stream on Sunday nights. Um, she hasn't really given me a time. But if you uh if you follow me on Instagram, um at youngandbreaks.com or at youngandbreaks, not dot com, at youngandbreaks. It's uh Y-O-U-N-G-N-B-R-E-A-K-S. Um we post on there when we go live on Instagram. Um for all the people that follow me on there, I follow back. I appreciate you guys. And uh thanks for having me on the show, you guys. I really appreciate it. It's been fun, man. It's been awesome. Um, it's it's been a fun ride following you uh, along the way. I'm glad that I, I decided to, to click the stream the one day that the wife posted it. Uh, it's been really entertaining, and uh, I, I look forward to seeing uh, it grow bigger and bigger. And uh, I'm gonna need you to pull me some more zods in the future, man. Let's go. Yeah, now that I have it for myself, I can actually give it to you and not <laughs> buy it off of you. Yeah, yeah, you know, make me. And I'll be able to enjoy it fully this time. Last time uh, got a little awkward there because you. you what happened but um yeah this was fun man that, that's todd young aka young and 419 on twitch make sure you uh you follow him subscribe all that good stuff and then uh come you know try your hand at uh these pokemon packs man you might leave uh you know with some big money um but you'll definitely have some fun and entertain yourself but done 101's in the books this was another solid episode of talking shop had a lot of fun this week you know what to do man Yes, sir. 101 in the books indeed, Bobby. Thank you so much, Todd Young, for giving us some of your time and you know teaching us all here at TSP a little more about Pokemon. And uh, I hope everyone here enjoyed listening today and learning more about what is not just a card game or a child's card game anymore. Um, it's something that has turned into um, a, a glorified way of gambling, if you will. If you can just buy packs, test your luck, and you could be coming back with major profits. We're talking about on this episode, we discussed a card that sold over a million dollars, ladies and gentlemen. So um, it's just it's crazy what it turned into. Uh, 101 was a great episode. Thanks again uh, for giving us some of your time. And again, I hope everyone just enjoyed this episode. Next week, 102, we're going to have Sam Beal come on to the show. Um, and he is a wrestler that has been wrestling for a couple of years now. He's dedicated his life to it and his craft and his it's just showing inside the ring as he has made some major leaps into his career. We're really excited to talk some wrestling with him. I know Bobby for sure will be excited uh, being a WWE fan yourself. Uh, we'll just discuss because he made an, a, a, an appearance, an impact, and we're going to get into that as well. That's Sam Beal. My Rossford friends will know him well because he is a Rossford native and graduate of Rossford High School. So that's going to be a fun episode to get into as well. It's next week, Monday, Midnight Releases. Catch this one. Hope you enjoy. And the TSP Pokemon Pack Battle Champion is right here, the DYLF. And don't you fucking forget it. Have a good week.
I'm live every single Wednesday and Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern time at uh, twitch.tv forward slash youngin419. It's Y-O-U-N-G-N 419. 